Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I just feel like it's more moodier. It's like restaurant lighting. You're not trying to eat steak dinner in fluorescent lighting. And you're trying to fuck in fluorescent lighting. I'm just <laughs> you not. guys, she's hilarious. Like, I'm literally, I, my, my cheeks hurt. Hey, y'all. I've been saying hey, y'all, because we're in Nashville. Hey, hey y'all. <laughs> Today, I have That's Shannon. I don't want to say Shannon fucking four. Well, I don't want to say that. Wow. I wonder what the F word as your middle name. Yeah, okay. It's not well. So so. I'm really excited. I've been wanting you on my show, seriously, since I started it. Yeah. I'm not kidding. And I thought I would do a little icebreaker. So stay tuned one second. Wait, I'm so excited. (laughs) We did this for you. These penises? (laughs) (laughs) I am single. (laughs) This is not the preferred size, but. I love a dick in a glass. Oh, me too. And I was asking. I've said it once. I've said it a hundred times. <laughs> it's like my motto these days. I was asking Shannon before this, like, do you need a chaser? And she's like, no, no, I'll have an olive. And I'm like, cheese. Uh, nope, I cannot do that. I, I need a chaser. Telling her the Terramana tequila, which is the Rock's tequila, right? Yes. I was like, why do I feel like the Rock would just like be your uncle or something? <laughs> Everyone thinks my uncle is Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, no. that also checks out. I also like go along with it. You're I like, don't yes. deny it. My boyfriend for like two months thought he was. Have uncle. you ever thought about being going out for the um, WWE? Those, you know how they have like that TV show and the girls, because it's all like theatrics. Oh and yes, stuff. like Barbie. Yeah, 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 I feel yeah. like you could like fucking. Wow, do that. thank you. I'm really not that. <laughs> athletic or cool but I feel like you you. could slam some people down (laughs) figure it out if you told me that they hooked up with my boyfriend I definitely could oh okay yeah I'm I'm aggressive in that way spicy yeah cheers cheers tequila shot at noon let's do it let's do it (laughs) no (laughs) how do you do it oh my god with ease. With ease. Frighteningly easy. Oh my God. It's honest, it just tastes so nice. <gasps> Do you have, actually, it was really good with chills in the wiener. <laughs> was it really good? Did you like I'm that? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was really good. <laughs> I asked Shannon also, I was like, Do you want to take a real shot or a fake shot? And she's like, are you freaking kidding? I'm like, well, I don't know. Sometimes I do like, you know, a fake you shot. You know, Well, actually, sometimes I'll film for this tequila company I work for out of LA, Los Sundays. Oh, yeah. And every once in a while, we'll have to like film a TikTok, and I want the TikTok to be right. So I'm like, it sometimes can take a couple takes. And we did this one oh, thing no. that was like, take a shot if whatever, like the put your finger down challenge, but it was like, take a shot. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty good. We're obviously going to have to replace yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was funny, though, because I was like trying to make faces, but then I was like, wait, I don't make a face when I take tequila. So I was oh, like, this gosh. is really odd. And then you were just trying, like, it's water, and you're like, oh, like, yeah. well, I wouldn't do that anyways. Odd.
Okay, so first up, I just want to talk about your outfits and everything that you're wearing. If you guys are just listening on a podcast, she is literally wearing like Dior, amazing, <laughs> just like something, an outfit that Thanks. I really could not pull together. Really? I yeah. feel like, oh, you mean like put together yourself? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, you could wear this, take it, wear it. Yeah, but I don't know how to put the blazer over something that's see-through with the necklaces and the belt. You know what I'll do? I'll show you a picture of what I had tried before this okay. and it's fucking laughable. Like I put on this like white blazer, shirt men's shirt thing and I was like yeah and then I was like no that's just too many pieces together and I said it to my friend and she was like we're we're getting warmer but it's a lot it's and so lot. I feel like I just go for it and usually it's bad and then I'm like what do I take away from this you know what's that old saying like before you walk off the door take two things off or take one thing off whatever it is it kind of just means like less is more so like in a situation like this obviously this is a lot going on on this outfit so sometimes you just have to I'll show you the picture. You'll laugh. So it's not always, it's not always a home run for me. <laughs> and I feel like also you, you're hilarious about it. You post like the hate that you get about your outfits. Oh yeah, people don't love them. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I always do. a shining star for the people with the clothes. But I mean, it's that's the thing about your personal style. It doesn't have yeah. to be for anyone else. And there's a lot of people out there that are like, cool, I love that. And one of my really good friends, Anna Grace, she has literally got some kind of fur boa hat like sequin on every orifice of her body and. You know, that is not something that I say that today as I'm wearing all these things, but like <laughs> that's not usually my style, but she rocks it so well and she's so confident in it. I really do just think like, I just don't give a fuck if people don't like my style. Yeah. I, I, that's easier said than done, but like for real, I'm not, I'm out here trying to like flex on myself. And when I walked in, you guys were right. like, oh my God. But also let's talk about that because it's really hard to get so much hate online. Yeah. And not even about outfits, just in general. Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's harder when it's something you really care about. Like my podcast, for instance, like I, I'm sure you too, you know how much time, energy, I'm like looking at this whole team you have behind you. Like it's not even just you putting all this work. It's like a lot goes into it and it's all focused around just you. And of course your guests and yeah. stuff, but it's hard when someone talks shit about that. Cause you're like, but wait, that's like really who I am. That's right. not a piece of clothing I'm wearing. That's not whatever. That's like me. And I'm like, damn, but sometimes I, there are times where I feel like some is actually constructive criticism and they don't know how to yeah. do it right. And I'm like, your mom should have fucking taught you how to talk to people, but I do see what you're saying there. Like right. I, there was, there's a nugget I can take away from their negativity. I can spin it to something that I could work on. But when people are just out here hating, it's like, I don't know. I, like I've heard you say it before. It says more about them than you, but yeah. that quote that I don't know who said it. I feel like Marilyn, they write Marilyn Monroe under everything. It's never, <laughs> it's never her, but Theodore Roosevelt, <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt. But um, I don't know who said this one, the rocker or whoever, but it's like, I don't care what you think about me. I don't think about you at all. So like, honestly, oh. no shade to, you know, Jessica sitting at home behind her computer, but I don't fucking know who you are. And I don't think about you. So I right. don't really care what you think about me. Cause I don't even think about, I don't even know who you fucking are. Right. So when you think about that, for me this is probably pretty surface level and fucked up but when I think about what they like probably look like I'm like you know what I don't care and like what they do for a career is probably just, very you know it's not just, making them happy or yeah like they're that. just really and, upset with themselves and I'm like man but it gets it totally gets to me I mean yeah. actually all the time I talk a big game and I really do like if I read something I'm like damn yeah, that but sucks. it also depends on your mood too. Yeah. Like sometimes like I'll be like uh, very confident that day or it'll be like 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Totally. I don't care. If I read it at night and yeah. I'm like a little bit sad that night. That's a good point it actually. It really gets to me. If I'm in like a victim-y mood and I'm like, fuck these people, the, the night really gets to me. If I'm in like a bad bitch mood, I'm like, ah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. don't care, keep hating. Like yeah. you're right, it totally is dependent on myself, which that speaks volumes about you. It's how it affects you differently. And Absolutely. that's why I feel like it is a blanketed statement or a hard statement to really live by when you're like, 
don't care about what, what others think about it's you. It's not realistic. Like, okay. It's like, and, and how Thanks, exactly Tom. do you not care about what other people yeah. think of you? But also why I love you so much is you're so vulnerable. Try to be. You yeah. share a lot online. Yeah. And that alone must be really hard. Do you find it hard or is it like very second nature to you now? To me, it's harder to not. Like I just really feel the need to just put it all out there. And a lot of people will say too, like, well, you don't have to share everything. I'm like, I personally like to, but... Like, I just went through a breakup recently. We dated for four years. We broke up. I was just telling you, I think it was like seven months ago. And you have to remember if you share everything with your yeah. with your people, then when you break up, you can't all of a sudden be like, I'm taking some time for privacy and I would like respect <laughs> yeah. your privacy. It's like, yeah. bitch, you talked about your hemorrhoids. You want to tell us about your breakup? <laughs> it's like, you got to fucking, Stop. you got to do it all, you know? So that to me, I feel like for my audience, that's important to me to make sure that if I'm going to give them the good and the funny mm -hmm. and the, you know, it's like you can share the bad vulnerable moments, but you know, Loki, they're still pretty funny. Yeah. You really need to share like the nasty ones too, like the sad ones and all that kind Absolutely. of stuff because that's there's someone real. out there that's like, damn. I'm going through the same shit right now. <laughs> yeah. So even if I'm not amping them up for it, at least they might be like, Shannon's going through it too. Fuck. You know, like we, right. sometimes it's shitty to say, but misery is company or misery loves company. Agree. And sometimes it's nice to know someone else is just going through shit with you. I agree. And speaking of your breakup and sharing, I feel like you never shared the reason why you broke up, which you don't have to, obviously. Oh, no, but you're fine. It was... Um, Maybe I was pretty vague in the beginning when I first talked about it, and I could be more specific now. Basically, one day I was like, we were, I felt like he and I were just coexisting. At, and I don't even want to say something like we were better as friends because, like, we still totally had, like, a great sex life and everything like that. It wasn't like yeah. I fell out of love with him romantically. I think I just really – I live in the moment. I'm like, now, 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 and that's truly what I live by. But for once in my life, I was like, what does my future look like with yeah. this person? And I didn't see it really being with him. And I didn't really know how to, you know, express that or get, like, say that to him. And so basically one day I just started, I was just crying. <laughs> and he was like, what's wrong? And yeah. I was like, I don't know if we're supposed to be together forever. And he was just kind of like, well, let's talk about it. And I was like, yeah. okay. And we sat down and talked about it. And he was like, I don't, you, you want to try, like, let's, he, he didn't, it wasn't like he was like, I agree, but he was kind of like, you know, I could see where you're coming from. I was just like, yeah. I could live with you for the rest of my life. I could coexist with you for the rest of my life so happily. Like, when he moved out, I was like, man, he could have moved upstairs and we could have probably just kept, yeah. kept on keeping on. Like we were fine, but it was, it was not what I felt like my future. And I mean, yeah. I'm 20, I'm about to be 28 in two weeks. And I just, I, I was like, yeah, live YOLO, Shannon, live life, whatever. But like with certain things, eh, it's nice to kind of like look into the future. And I just didn't see him as my forever in my future. And I believe that I'm like, yeah, I'm a misogynistic person. That's not right. <laughs> what? What's the word? <laughs> Are you misogynistic? What's the word that I'm looking for um, when you only want to be with one person? Monogamous. Monogamous. <laughs> I am not a misogynist. <laughs> wow. Um, my ears are sweating. Um, no. It's like clickbait. Uh, no. So I just believe in that. And I was like, I want to. I know it's, you know, not everyone lives the fairy tale, but I just hope for that for me. And I don't want to get divorced and I don't want to have regrets one day and, so I wanted to, to be right the first time, and I just wasn't right. sure if he I, was. It. I do feel like that's the hardest breakup, though. It was because nothing's wrong. Nothing's and wrong. And it's like, why no did you guys? Why did you break up? No one cheated. No one did anything yeah. wrong. It was like just like almost comfort level. Yeah. And it got to that point. And I also think in our twenties, I just turned twenty-eight too. Yeah. 
And you grow up so much from like, totally. you're a different person. Sorry, Dave, when I was 23. Exactly. Think about who you were when you were 23. It's like, you're different. Wild. You're different at 23 yeah. and at 27. Totally. And those mid 20 years, you find out so much about yourself. Yeah. And you can't really explain why you don't want to be with someone. This kind of happened with, a little bit with my ex, too. And I'm like, and you, you can't really put a finger on it. It's yeah. just the energy that you feel is yeah. not there. I just, and luckily for me, he wasn't, I mean, it would have been very hard for me if he would have like got down on his hands and knees and cried. I mean, like, no. Right. And luckily for me and for him, he was just kind of like I think you're right and I was like okay and then knock on any wood in this place like it's been really healthy like I see you posting about him yeah I post when he has like a song that he releases or anything like I always do like I I just have a so nice we started as friends so maybe that was helpful and like the breakup you know when you break up with someone you're like how could I ever be friends with that person we started as friends so it was an easier transition back maybe but I mean he's just a really great guy and I'm just like there's literally no bad blood, but it's hard to say mm. that when you're like, no bad blood. And people are like, yeah, okay, Karen, what's the real story? The relationship. But really, completely. yeah, I used to look at like, you know, breakup announcements. And they're like, we are happy and moving forward and choosing to stuff. And I'm like, yeah, bullshit. What yeah. really happened? <laughs> but like sometimes, damn, it's like I started feeling bad for all those times I talk shit about random people because yeah. I'm like, wow, that can really just be the real story sometimes. Totally. So, And uh, it's been seven months now. Yeah, I know. Which I feel like is a great amount of time, by the way. Yeah. Like, it's, it's still, you know, in the process of getting over it. And, totally. And also, if you were already, like, kind of, like, when you guys removed. broke up a little bit removed from it, it's still just learning how to be alone and not, like, living with your best friend yeah. and all those things. Uh-huh. Uh, how has it been? I think I'm, I'm over the, I sound, that sounds so harsh. I'm like, I'm over him, it, but I'm more so still trying to navigate being by myself and like living alone. Like we live yeah. together. I'm a paranoid little bitch. Like I literally <laughs> think everyone's trying to murder me. I don't know if that makes me egotistical <laughs> no. or no, like no, 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 no. main character energy, okay. but I'm convinced someone's like going to fucking kidnap me or murder me at all times. And so <laughs> I'm like, I should look into that. Is that a trait of narcissism? Maybe. But I just really think that. So I get very scared living alone, yeah. but I, I'm, every day it's really funny because I remember the first week or two I, this is dramatic but I was literally calling my mom and best friends being like I can't do it I'm about to get a roommate and I'm so not ready to have a room I do not want a roommate yeah. so like they're like you'll just get used to it and you really do it's a new norm to get used to in that regard like your life shifts totally but um luckily I feel like I'm I feel like you're traveling so much yeah. and like you're off to New York City and I think that's yeah. what you should do after a breakup totally. of any sort is like you know not finding yourself again it's not that because you already know who you are mm-hmm. but it's more so like doing things that you would just like on a whim do yeah that you wouldn't have done it or if exactly. you had a, another person in your life you would have been like do you want to come with me or you would have yeah, been like I'm going to do this this is work with your schedule and you get to be so selfish you know uh, I kind of miss it I know I know <laughs> I'm like yeah you, but you were single for a little while and then you yeah. I, I watched one of your podcasts that you were like you never know when it's going to happen it could be right around the corner so enjoy these moments because there's especially now that it's starting to get colder I'm like damn so are you dating I wish I had a boyfriend are you dating I'm dating for sure but I don't have anyone specifically that like I'm exclusive to right I actually just had to have a conversation with someone that I was like been seeing where I'm like I can't give you exclusivity like I can't right in good faith tell you that I if someone else came around that I wouldn't be like yeah I would love to go on a date with you right maybe hook up with you maybe whatever like I can't promise you anything so I want to be clear because I don't want to be the douchebag that I've had be to me so many times. Absolutely. Like these guys are just out in these streets, like just willy nilly. Like I don't want to be that person to someone else. So I make sure that I'm very like direct and honest, not right off the bat, of course, but when we started having conversations like about just like traveling and he's like, Oh, what are you going to do? And I was going to someone else. I was like, Oh, oh no. <laughs> I, listen, like,
like it's just tough. It's tough because I really yeah. like this guy. Like he's really great. I just don't. I cannot commit to him. I can't commit to anyone. Right now. I couldn't commit to Bar Brad Pitt right now. I really don't. Okay. So do you think since when someone says like it's just not the right time, do you believe it's not the right time or it's not the right person? Because if the right person comes along, would you settle down? Yeah. I just yeah. Think it's not the right person. It, it's just I just don't know how to say out. that. It's yeah. an easy cop out. Totally. And and it's like when I met my boyfriend, I was in nowhere. I w didn't want to date anyone. I yeah. was like a, like. Kind of like a fuck girl. Like yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like our first date, I literally just told, uh, he doesn't even know this, but he doesn't watch my show, don't worry. But basically, <laughs> the first date I took him on, I was actually going to the a first house date party. That you took him on. Yeah. I love that. No, literally, no. He <laughs> met up with me because I was wasted and I just texted him randomly because yeah. I blew him off the night before. I was going to a house party that my guy invited me to, that uh -huh. I was going to hook up with this guy. Yeah. I brought him to the house no, party. No, savage. And I, like, obviously, didn't think I was going to date yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. But I think you obviously know, like, even within like the first week, I want to say. Totally. You you do know within the first yeah. week. And I, yeah. I mean, I told this guy, I was like, I, I said, you're like, I met him very, very, very soon after John and I broke up, like randomly on a rooftop somewhere. It was really cute the way we met. But like, it was so, it was like three weeks after John and I broke up and we, he doesn't live here. So we've just been back and okay. forth. I always talk about how I love to outsource the dick. I ain't trying to fuck anyone in Nashville. Wait, whoa, whoa. Say it's that not, again. I love to outsource the dick. I just do not want to fuck anyone in Nashville. I just, it's, it's too, too small. small. It's too small. Everybody knows everyone's business. I'm so not, like New York, LA. What? Yeah. Well, really I'm not discriminative towards the city. It could be Idaho. If so you're hot and you live in Idaho, I'm interested. You'll fly somewhere for the guy. I feel like it's way more effort if you don't even care. No, no, no. It's not like I don't care. It's just like, I just don't want to sleep with people here. Like, okay. I really just really don't. I don't know. Unless I'm going to date them. It's just like people talk. This is just such a small town. Like people just, everyone talks, everyone. I don't know. I'm like, ugh. Especially because um, like you're, you are very famous in this city. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like there's not as many influencers like Los Angeles. that like everyone knows who you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like LA or New York. Like it's just smaller and there's a lot less of us. It's a Smaller pond for sure. Right. So I mean, I don't even want to say like I'm famous here. It's just it's a smaller circumference. So right. it's, you're easier to be well known in a place that's just smaller and has less people doing what we're doing. Totally. So I mean, LA and New York is like filled with influencers and except entertainment world. Everyone has a hundred million yeah, followers. Yeah. Speaking of um, yes, more more, more dick tequila, ice. please. Um, more dick so ice. speaking of uh, you know, do you want more tequila? Yes. Small, you know, city. Yeah. You recently ran into someone. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did. I was telling you before the show, she was like, is anything off limits? Can we talk about, you know, very Cavalieri? And I was like, yeah, nothing's off. First of all, if you know me, nothing's literally <laughs> no. nothing's off limits well, I ever. just had to ask because no, I know you're very nice. open online. It's and, a very nice know. thing to do as an interviewer to ask if anything's off limit. But, yeah, so I was saying, I was like, you know, it's so funny. She was asking about the show that I was on. God, four years ago. And Has she it was, already been four years? I know, years? right? And I really am not trying to be like, I, I was on this show. I but mean, you were, it, like, I watched created you on the me. show. It's I mean, great. I knew you before the show, but she was on basically a show with Kristen Cavallari. Yeah. And you worked for her. I worked for her. And before then, the, it existed. Yeah, yep. Like a year before, we all knew yeah. the show was going to be a thing. And then the show, but shows are hard. Like, you live in LA. There's pilots. There's this. This yeah. has to get picked up. It has to get a showrunner. It has to do all this stuff. So, you know, don't call your hometown friends and be like, I'm going to be on TV because you're probably not for a little while. <laughs> so we did the show and then I, I infamously got kicked off the show in a really bad falling out <laughs> with Was Kristen. it real? That, that falling out and the firing, yes. Really? Yeah, it was terrible. Because sometimes reality shows is not real. Yeah, yeah, no, that was very real and it sucked And so you bad. worked for her for a really long time. Yeah, Two and a half years or that's so. We were just time. really close. In terms yeah. of like social media and working for people, that's a very long time. We, I worked out of her living room for the first year. So like right. we were just very close. So that sucks because I didn't just lose a boss. I lost a friend. And then yeah. like we really didn't talk. We did not speak to each other um, for like from the moment I walked out of her like 
office when she fired me on national television. I never saw her again, never talked to her again. And then really the universe is fucking funny because this, we were just talking about how small this town is. I mean, granted, she's not out like, you know, roofing shots of tequila at the bars I'm going to, but I never have run into her one time. And we, you that know, kind of similar crazy. circles ish, yeah. never so much as brushed each other's shoulders, never saw her at the grocery store, never saw her. At, I could list all the things. I never saw her. And I just thought, how peculiar, like, but you know, it's interesting because I do believe in like the universe and, and how it places people. And I think that it knew that like that might've been like tough for me, or maybe right. I would have reacted in a poor way. Maybe I would have been rude. And I just think so much time passes and right. shit, like I just don't care anymore. And before I could have sat here and made this whole podcast about how I felt about her, how she wronged me, you know, right. all these things. And you just grow up and time passes and Time is a real bitch, but she's also kind of your homie because it sucks and then it just doesn't anymore. And I saw her at um, a Preds game in this like lounge area. And I I know what I know her friend that was with her. And so I I didn't see Kristen at first, actually. And so I went over to say hey to her. And then I saw Kristen and it was just so casual and nice. I mean, she was like gave me a huge hug and was like, it is so good to see you. She was so kind. She was so nice. It wasn't some big dramatic thing. It wasn't like we whipped our phones out and like took a selfie. It was just like genuinely kind and casual like she was just like it is so good to see you and I was like it's so good to see you too and that was it like there was really it was just poof you know what I mean time just passes and you're like I know exactly who cares you know it's like maybe running for me like Kristen was like an ex to me like I thought she did me wrong I loved her then she broke up with me and then I was like I hate you and then um, it also happened to be on national television and it just it sucked like there was a there was a part of the end of the show that I mean who it, it's not her call probably she was an executive producer but she also like it's reality TV I know what I signed up for and there was a part that was made up about me missing meetings and like not answering the phone and I was like I really held on to that I think for the wrong reasons because I was like that's not true bitch I fucked up so much in that job she should have fired me <laughs> no seriously she should have fired me a year sooner I think I was just on the show and she was like she thinks we're good TV I can't fire her like I really wasn't committed to that job. I just, you know, I got on reality TV and I started doing my own Instagram and I just, I was 23 and I just didn't, but 22 on the show actually. So young. And I just didn't, I didn't think it was, um, now if someone like that worked for me, I would literally be like, bye bitch. No. I'd be like, I know what you're doing. I did that. No, you're not, I'm not dealing with a Shannon Jr. She sucked. (laughs) Like I really, I see where she was coming from, but it just takes time to see that that perspective. Yeah. Also, and so, she was going through something at the time too, like her divorce and stuff. No, that and, was no, that was later, later on. Okay. That was later on. But I mean, who knows what people it's are going reality. on behind yeah. closed doors? Who totally. knows? She could have been going through her own battles. And I just, I think it's just so nice to to feel like that is is a a, clo- a chapter that's like it's not like I slammed the book closed. It was like oh, a nice little like. It's, it's fine. So, if I saw her again, it would be fine. And we're, are we going to be BFFFs? I'm sure not. But like, it's just nice. It's nice not that she- Not to hold any remorse. Because that's totally. so much out of you and your energy to hold any- It gave a know, lot of energy to that for a very oh, long time. Oh, yes. yes. I mean, yes, 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 like yes. I told you, before, if you would have sat down, I would have been like, I'd love to talk about that. Let's talk about nothing about that. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's toxic. You know right. what I mean? That's not, and not on her part. And like, you want to move on. It's just like a relationship. Yeah. You want to move on from it. You don't want to hold that anger yeah. anymore. You want to, you know- Totally. Get rid of it. I do have to say- um, <laughs> So the tequila, isn't it hilarious how it, she was in quotes dating Chase Rice? If and no one knows, I met Shannon because oh yeah, your best friend used to date yep Chase a very very long time ago. Long Taylor is married and has two beautiful Kids. children. Which yes, she's yes, pregnant yes, with yes, one. Yes, yes. But like yeah, I mean it was funny because on the pilot of the show actually like 
I think they like mentioned that, like no one ever saw the pilot, but I think it was like mentioned, like, oh, Taylor Hughes today, because reality TV loves a celebrity. Loves it. You know? So like, I don't know. Yeah. It's funny because who knows, like time passes and you're like, what? wow. Yeah. Things are funny. Yeah. yeah things are overlapping here. This small, is interesting. Again, again small, small town. town. That, that small, is why town. you outsource the dick because you don't want to you gotta have outsource that crossover. The dick. Yeah. Yeah. You got to outsource the dick. Yeah. I know Kirsten's got a jet. She just fly somewhere. Yeah, just let's go. Do you have any like worst date stories that you've recently come across? Hmm. Worst date stories. I feel like before I met my ex, John, for sure, I bet I have a ton. But recently, no. I mean, I've gone on, I've gone and gotten drinks to people that I'm like, ah, I just don't yeah. really think. You know, they're like, so I'm Catholic. What about you? I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, I don't really know. I don't know what I am. Uh, really, really, it's like, what? I'm like, another tequila? <laughs> I don't know. Just when you were like, oh. When you have to, like, search for conversation, I'm just usually out. Like, when it's so natural, that's you, you don't have to think about, like, what your next question is going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it so weird how sometimes it just comes so natural and then other times it's like, oh, God, I'm itching for a question. Yes, to yeah, say. totally. Oh, my gosh. And I've, like, hung out with people where I'm like, wow, I love when they talk. But when they don't talk, I'm like, what the fuck is we doing? Like, <laughs> well, like I don't, I'm not, I'm not entirely comfortable in silence all the time. And it's funny because I actually say as well. I say, you know, someone's your real friend or your person in life when you can enjoy silence together. I literally totally. just had this conversation yeah. yesterday. You can just sit there and not talk. And especially in a car as mm-hmm. well. When you can sit in silence in a car and it's not awkward and you both feel each other's yeah. energy, then you know yeah. that like you're comfortable. It's, yeah. it's okay to sit in silence. Totally. And I like, sometimes I struggle with that, which is odd. Cause like I just said, I love that feeling. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, should I be talking? It's like naturally who I am. I just like want to talk and entertain and do whatever. And so I'm just always like, is it, is it? I actually have a funny question about that because I feel like we're very similar in the sense where online, our our social media personalities are who we are in person. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, that comes with always having to be on. And when yeah. you meet someone, do you ever feel any pressure to be like, I have to fit a persona? Well, I recharge by literally shutting the fuck up and sitting there and like staring at walls. Like I sometimes like, do you ever drive in the car and you're like, I haven't turned the music on. I've been driving for an hour. And like, what am I thinking I'm about like, right whoa. now? I'm like, whoa. Like my body just physically needs to not speak to people and just recharge. But um, to answer your question about when I meet people, it doesn't happen as often anymore, but well, first of all, I was the villain on that reality TV show, like straight Is that up. You call yourself the villain? I, no, it's what everyone called me. I was the villain. Oh I was the villain on the show, and so people would meet me and they would expect something totally different, yeah. and that was fine. I think now more so, what you're saying is people meet me and I think that they, well, God, actually, when people meet me, they're like. Not you. I'm like, I want to take another shot, please. But like, when I go to a bar sometimes, I'm just too old for this shit, man. I can't be like taking a lukewarm shot of Jose Cuervo. I'm like, baby girl, I know you probably put that on your dad's credit card and I appreciate (laughs) you, but fuck, I cannot take that. Like, I just cannot. It's not even uh, anything against Jose Cuervo. I just mean like, I think people really expect me to be like, Let's fucking go. go. And I'm like, I'm just trying to have a fucking Aperol spritz sometimes right. and just vibe. Right. Just want a vibe. So I think to, I don't, I don't feel the need to be on like that. And people, um, I think I talked about this recently <laughs> to one of my friends. Cause I was like, people, um, 
I think must think I'm a lot more aggressive than I am, and I totally am. But if I know you, like I feel comfortable with you to be like, yeah. Katie, Katie, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. but like if I don't know someone, I'd like to say I'm a pretty relaxed individual, cool, calm, collected. And people, this girl came up to me one time and asked me for a photo. I'm laughing because I really don't think she meant anything mean by it. I think she's just trying to relate to me and like be nice. And like we took, she was like, Can I get a photo? I was like, Sure, of course. And we took a photo, and she's like, Oh, you're gonna fucking hate that. Trust me, let's take another what? one. What? And I was like, Oh my god, no. <laughs> Oh, but I know oh because she's she, trying to be your best friend. She just, she follows my Instagram and she sees the way I talk and right. communicate. And she's like, she'll love this. She'll, she'll remember me as the girl who was looking out for her. And I'm like, oh my God. I looked yeah. at it. And first of all, I did think I looked fine. And I was like, girl, I look fine. You're good. You're good. And she was like, no, 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 no. Let's take another You're going to hate that one. It's just, I think people oh are, are, they're very aggressive with me. They're like, hey, bitch. And I'm like, ha. Ah. Like, uh, yeah, I'm like, right. whoa, I don't really talk right. to people like that. Like, Do you ever get anxiety of how many people you have to reply to? And yeah, I just don't. <laughs> I try I know, to, but I, really hard. but, um, if it really makes my day, which if you've ever received a message from me that says that just made my day, it is because I read the message and it made, it made my day and I'll respond to it. But like every time so someone says something nice, like I just, I would, I would get anxiety if I opened up all the messages and replied to them. So, I mean, I feel like people, sometimes if someone messages me and it's like, I've messaged you 12 times and you've never responded. I feel weird. I'll be like, Oh my God. I'll open it and be like, don't feel weird. I love you. Right. Blah, blah, blah. But I don't think like, I think it would give me more anxiety to open them all. And then it feels icky to like hire someone to open all my messages and be like, thanks girl, love ya. I like I know agree. people do that and I get that. I I'm actually not shading anyone that does that because in the industry we're in, you want people to feel connected to you. But you know when people have like those texting apps, like text me. I'm like, are you texting them back? No, no Adele, it's not you're you. not. And it's we love you. you, Adele, but you're not texting them back. No. Yeah, so no, it's I, like, I feel you. It's just so hard sometimes when people asks you, ask you a question or like sometimes like a really heartfelt letter and you you literally need to sit there if she's like, how do I feel more confident? I'm like, yeah. oh my God, this needs seven paragraphs. I know. I, so for me, I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I know that you, you would do the same thing, I would assume. That for me, I'm like, if I read that, I hope that this person follows me and I, I just know that they'll be able to, I will answer that question in my content, in my, I hate to call it content, it sounds so impersonal, but like in oh, my yeah. interviews, in anything, I will answer that question without individually writing back to them specifically. Like exactly. I, you can't do it all. And I think the second you try to do it all is like, that's when you start doing less that's when you, your shit just starts getting not as good as quality because you're just overexerting yourself. Absolutely. And I, I, um, I actually know girls that have assistants that will respond to like, hey girl, what size do you have? Blah, blah, blah. That, I'm like, yeah, get an assistant for that for sure. But when you start getting an assistant to like talk to your people back about like feeling sad or down, I'm like, that's not authentic. That's and, supposed to come from you. And I'm just, exactly. I feel really passionate about being authentic. So I'd rather not respond to people and then, then be inauthentic responding to them. Because that's, you can just sniff that out. Agree. I'd rather second. just not reply. Yeah. Yeah. I now want to talk to you about your podcast. Yeah. Your podcast. You're about to come on it. So, <laughs> um, and if you're watching this, I was on two days ago. <laughs> I'm like, hey. Um, okay. So you first started out with your best friend. I want to hear about the transition of you going solo because I also did the same thing. Really? I didn't know that. Well, mine wasn't as public like, like oh, okay. that. Okay. Was that something we shouldn't talk about? Sorry. No, we can totally talk about it. It wasn't even anything. It was just like my podcast with my friend was a totally different one. It totally. just made me 
Uh, it wasn't me. I was mm -hmm. pretending to be someone. I was okay. talking about, I've never had a one night stand in my life. And I literally was talking about like me having sex with guys, like making up stories and yeah. like being a very sexual being. And I'm, I'm actually not. You can't force that shit. You can't. And I was Especially talking, something like that. We were talking about sports and I was like, sports and sex. I'm like, those are two things I actually don't really have much interest in Damn, anymore. I'm definitely really bad at one of those things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I got it. Yeah. It takes me a second, but I got no, it. No, I mean, I really, I was watching hockey the other day and I was like, what inning are we in? And they were like, is, I can't tell if you're trying to be funny. And I was like, I can't either. Those, really are, those are three. Well, trim trim no, trim trimester? <laughs> we are fucked. We are so fucked. Damn, Anyways, we are never going to be away. I quit the podcast. Well, I also did it because when you're not, okay, you're, you were different. You guys went top 10, like, or you went we, top we 10 had, in like a week. We had such great success so quickly. Like, the so very fast. first episode we put out, we went number one on the top charts for comedy. Like, Insane. I remember they were like, you're above Joe Rogan. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was just so cool. Like, and of course, it was just for our one episode. And then we just stayed on the charts in the top 10 for like the weeks to follow. And it was exciting and exhilarating and awesome. And then you, you climb so high up and you know what that means for the fall. It's like right. the fall is just, it fucking hurts, man. Yeah. Like, it fucking hurts. And so you're not on a stepladder. You're like 17 stories up. So when it ended, it was tough because it wasn't, I'm like, what is with me and breakups that are healthy? But I'm like, there was nothing bad to say about it. Like she yeah. just, she was moving. She was doing different stuff. It wasn't, I don't think it aligned with what she wanted to do long-term. Right. I mean, she's one of my dearest friends still. Shouts out to Mary Crawl. I love her. I literally was texting her before I got here. You know, it just wasn't something that she needed to continue doing. And how can you be mad at your best friend? Like I said, I said on my yeah. podcast when I talked about it, I'm like, man, it would be so easy if we were fake friends. That would be so easy. Right. But we're real friends. So people asked me a lot, like, are you not so pissed? I'm like, how could I be pissed whenever I, she's my best friend? Like, I need to, like, worry about her. And I'm not trying to sound holier than thou at no, all. No, no, but, no, like, no. that's really how I felt. I was just worried I mean, about her. Right. She was sad. She was sad. She was wrestling with the idea of not doing something that she really liked doing and enjoyed doing. So... It sucked for both of us, but like, man, it was tough because I was like, I have all this and now I have nothing. We had a network deal on the table that was, that was so nice. Like, I couldn't even believe it. Like, I was like, someone wants to give us that? Someone believes in us enough? We only had 12 episodes and like this deal was on the table with like a huge, huge network. And Just it, off Instagram, you got, got that audience. Um, yeah, it would just really, it was incredible. Like Instagram and then because we went to the charts, like the podcast oh, app yeah. kept pushing us because we had this momentum. And so it kept promoting us on the podcast app. So if you're someone that is just surfing podcasts, ours would come up like new and noteworthy or like top charting. Like it, it was a lot of people that are like, I don't know how I found you fuckers, but I love y'all. Yeah. So it was great. And you know, of course, when she said she had to leave, I was like, damn. And the, I was like, network someone to work with me. And they're like, we're going to have to pull back a little. And I'm like, damn. Okay. All right. Fuck. So, you know, it's just like, it all just, the floor falls out from underneath you and you're yeah. like, shit. But also at the same time, Work, first off, working with your best friend is really hard. Yeah. It's very, it's really nice that you guys, she's type A, she's so organized, she's so perfect. Yeah. I, I really wish I was more like that, and I'm not, and she was so beneficial for the podcast because of that. But man, like, I was just not like that, and so deadlines, they're tough for me. Like, right. they just are. I'm just, I was like, blah, 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 like the creative. Now I worked my ass off. I edited the podcast, I recorded the podcast, I did all that stuff, but like, 
she was the one that's like, hey, bitch, don't forget. Right. We have to do this. Hey, Tuesday bitch, don't forget this. This is what we're doing. When I showed up, I had my notes written out for me. She was like, I'm not going to tell you what any of these bullet points mean because I know you can't be scripted. So da 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 Like, she, she knew me so well because totally. we were best friends, but we were polar opposites in the work idea field of things. So Totally. Man, sometimes I really be missing that. I really should hire some of like you guys got friends. <laughs> Fuck, I need I need some of these people in my life because it's tough. Yeah. It's a it's a fucking yeah. production. It's, it's it's tough scheduling everything. Yeah, scheduling the guests and every it, it, it is really hard. You'll I'm, be my second guest ever. So like I really want to start having the front guests. door. No, seriously, ever second oh my, guest. That's monumental. I, I never had a guest with Mary Carlisle either because we were like we'll have guests season two and then there never was a season two. Oh my god! But gosh. like really, I'm I'm excited to start having guests and, yes. to learn from you and see. How how to interview people. You can shoot the shit with your friends. You can talk all you want, but I'm like, okay, Shannon, don't interrupt people. Don't interrupt people. Don't interrupt people. <laughs> you can interrupt me all day. No, honestly. the number one, I just, the, our very first guest was this great guy. His name is Jalen. And the number one thing was like, girl, I love you. You've got to stop interrupting him. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. See, that's constructive criticism. It was, though. it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's nice. I will say, I really loved what you said too, because you understood why she left yeah. as well. Um, I would say, you know, it, it, when you work with friends or when you work with someone that you were friends with before you started to work together, if you're not happy with what, you, what you're doing, yeah. you have to take business aside. You hey, have to, yeah. This is not about business. This is about the person that you're friends with happiness. Yeah. And if, I truly just wasn't happy. Totally. Did uh, she understand that? I've tough. actually never opened up about this, like, at all before. Okay. Um, I mean, I haven't spoke to her in almost a year. Damn. Yeah, it's really it's Man, really that tough. gave me chills. I'm yeah, sorry. It's really, really tough because we're best friends for, like, four years. Maybe it'll and... be a similar situation like I just had with Kristen. Like like I said, time can be a bitch, but she's also a homie. She looks out for you. Maybe y'all aren't supposed to be talking right now. No, I, I and... love her to death. I do. I think she thought that I started this show, I, I ended that show to, to, to do my own thing, which had but literally nothing to do no. with it. I ended that show because I was unhappy and it didn't fit my brand. I was like right. doing a deal with like Walmart and they were like very family forward. Totally. And I was like cussing about like, I fucked this dude who blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I didn't even do that by the way, I yeah. made it up. You're and like, it was not on brand and so I stopped it because my parents were like, hey, Katie, Get a grip on who you are. You yeah. work towards this entire your entire life. Don't fuck up your career. You know, it's I stopped it. And then six months later I started this. And yes. it had nothing to do with ending it right. at all. It was like literally just like That's I, so tough. I and went to school. I went to USC for broadcast yeah. and hosting. Like, yeah. of like I'm, I'm meant do my to, own thing. You're like, I'm meant to be doing this. It just wasn't that version. And, right. and really, actually, Mary Carlisle, she came from radio. Her accolades are through the roof yeah. with like her hosting, her everything. She's on the red carpet all the time. Like she's incredible. And I I, I, it's not that I don't think it fit her brand, but I, I wonder too if she's some at some point had to come to Jesus with. I know my my friend Mary Carl, and what she was saying, nothing was like not her. She wasn't like faking anything, but I do think she might have taken a step back and been like, I don't know if this is the direction I'm supposed to be going in. And I'm not again, yeah. I'm not trying to sound like a saint right now, no. but I could have in that moment been like, oh, now you want to be all fucking yeah. churchy church. Like I wasn't. I was like, dude, I get that. Like well, sometimes it is. you don't realize it until you put it out to the public, and yeah. it's been a few weeks, and especially when all the high. Shit. It's different. It's amazing and stuff. And it's like, oh my then God, all this of a sudden you're like, well. I talk and about my like, pussy. Wait. You're like, wait, yeah. that's yeah. on the internet forever. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're like, whoa. And that, very vulnerable. That hits different. For me, I just really don't care. I could just talk about my pussy all day long. I don't know why. I just really could. <laughs> but I just like, for some people, you like weeks go by and your family comes in and you're, they're like, what is this? And for me, my family's like, oh my God, you've literally been a fuck up your whole life. We're just not going to listen to it. As long as you can pay your bills, it's fine. Yeah, but yeah. for some other people, it's like, that is important. And for me, I know her and I know I love her family. Mm -hmm. I love 
everyone that is involved in her life I love. So if anyone didn't feel comfortable with what she was doing and then that made her realize, well, I don't know if I'm comfortable doing this, then guess what? She's my best friend. I want that for her. So Thank that's you. really, Thank and you. I, like, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to, things. Yes. no, I'm not trying oh, to for sure. sound like there are times where I totally don't react the right way, but that was a time in which in my life, I think I handled it how I would hope someone would handle it for me because I, yeah, I don't feel comfortable doing certain things. And I would hope like someone wouldn't shove me off a building because I'm really afraid of heights and be like, yo, it don't go <laughs> viral. Time. It's like, no, like I don't yeah. feel comfortable doing that. So comfortability is everything. And like in sex and life, I was just talking about on my last episode, like if you're not comfortable doing something in life, there are things you're like, push yourself out of your comfort zone, whatever. But at some point it, it stops being your comfort zone and it starts being who you are. And you don't need to exit out of that space. Stay who you are. Totally. And there's a lot of people who are like, you just need to go out of your comfort zone, go out of your comfort zone. And you're like, no, 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 I'm going out of who I am. And that's not a comfort zone anymore. That's just like not being myself. And that's not what we're aiming for here I think in life. you just said like the smartest thing. And I'm like, I'm dead serious. It's the tequila. <laughs> like that was really, really, really insightful. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Very insightful because it's like, why are why do you keep doing something that doesn't make you happy? Yeah, it doesn't bring you any joy, and it's actually push yourself ruining a friendship. Yeah. it's it's not. I'm I'm talking about something specific. I don't. You don't need to do anything that makes you unhappy. Yeah, and and there is a difference from being unhappy and uncomfortable. And push yourself in your career. Push yourself, yes. like I said, through the bounds. But don't don't push yourself through hoops that you don't need to jump through. Yeah, because you don't like where the hoops end up. Like that's not think that's where you got to think end goal in relationships and careers. Like. Like I said, like, don't, don't fight for a relationship that you're not sure you should be in in the long haul. Like I could have begged and pleaded Mary Carl to stay in that, but I knew that she saw the end and that wasn't what she wanted to do. And like you, like if she called me tomorrow and was like, I'm starting my own podcast, I'm starting my own show. I would be like, fuck it up, sister. And I really would wish her all the success because she's fucking qualified to do it. It's not like whatever like I'd be like oh now you want to do it it's yep. like whatever she's badass I like, told her that she could do the podcast on her own I really did take three months because I was like I want to start this when I feel confident and cool and right now I'm just sad so like it's good to I take waited off yeah I yeah. waited and I, when I came back I felt good you know right. and I felt like I was not I didn't have resentment towards anyone or any situation and and I, the only thing I had was like, I, I was scared because I was like, man, we went number one on our first podcast. Like now That's I feel hard. like I have to do that. And guess what? I went number three. And guess what? Who fucking cares? No, I mean, like, who cares? Right. It's like, it's so cool. And, and it's, it's so like, great. Insane it's like, to even go number three or yeah. number 20 or number 100. Right. Like, are you're you just like, me? you're like, who? Like, there's no bar. Like, whatever. No. Fuck the bar. No, who you're cares? only setting it on yourself, by yeah. the way. Unless no you're one going else, to law like, school, then you got to pass the yeah. bar. But like, other than that, fuck the bar. Yeah. But like, no one else is putting that pressure besides you. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You no know. one else cared if I went there. No one else, certainly not Mary Carla, wasn't like, I hope she doesn't do it. You know what I mean? Right. Everyone was wishing me well, except for myself. I'm like, what the fuck, and Shannon? And that's the thing about our industry as well. It's like, people can be like, oh my God, like look at someone else and be like, oh my gosh, she's my competition, whatever. I can't believe she's doing that. In our field, your personality makes you different. It yeah. doesn't even matter if she starts her own show and you guys are both top five at all because no matter what you do, it'll be different. Yeah, exactly. And like, it all sounds cliche, but cliches are cliche for a reason. But yeah. like, there is enough fucking room for everyone. As long as someone yeah. is not calling themselves Katie Austin, wearing this outfit <laughs> and saying the same things, like they're doing their own version of what you're doing. There's there's difference in everything. Like, I completely agree. I have a really fun game. It's actually called Shooting the Shit with Shannon. Shooting the Shit with <laughs> Shannon. Okay. Shh, 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 shh. Okay, so. That's what people have told me my whole life. Shh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs>
Sex on the first date. Sex on the first date, sure, if you're into it. Oh, I love that. Drunk sex. It's drunk sex feels transactional to me these days. It I feel, feel like that it's good. so overrated. I'm also, not my, this guy, I shouldn't steal that line because the guy just said this on my podcast and I couldn't have agreed more. I'm like, two glasses of wine sex? I'm like, That's I fine. feel yeah. warm and it's happy. Great. Sloppy drunk sex? Not into I it. I feel like the might fart. I don't know. It's, just too much shit is And by the way, relaxed. it also takes like an hour and I'm like, this is Yo, not God, fun no, at all no, anymore. The movies romanticize it completely. It's in the media and the TV shows. It's like they at a bar and they're wasting. They come home, they have amazing sex. It's like, no, you no, don't. I'd rather like have amazing like make out and then go to sleep. Exactly. Same. A hundred percent. How many drinks on a first date? Fuck. I tried to really, I was just on a first date, the first date where I was talking about where I was like, Ugh. and then he had ordered two drinks and I was on my second drink and I really wanted to order like a third, maybe fourth. And then I was like, don't like, I really try to just I peg off of, I know I should be my own person, but I really just try to peg it off of what they're doing. I'm like, if they're not <laughs> chugging like six tequila like, shots later and they're on like their first drink. Yeah. I'm like, like all right. I don't want to ever make anyone feel uncomfortable or, or leave a date. And if I'm like, never see anything again, he'd be like, she was a drunk anyways. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever they're doing, I guess I'll like yeah. mirror it. Yeah. Okay. Farting in front of your boyfriend. Not into it. I really? no, and you know, <laughs> like, really? people are always shocked by that. They're like, "What you?" I'm like, "I don't know," because maybe mine just smell bad. I just really just don't really ever want the like chat after. I'm like, "Oh, sorry." Well, I don't want to. Just sometimes it happens. Oh my god, it's, it's not like I try to. It's happened to me yeah. so many times, and they're always like, "Who cares?" But I'm always like, "Sorry." No, my sorry. boyfriend's like, "Excuse me, that's disgusting," and I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck off." Fuck like, off. Sorry. Literally, it's human yeah. nature. It's not like I try to though. Yeah. Well, you're doing like a lot of workout moves. I feel like yours would just slip out all the time. I'm not really doing anything You're like hilarious. that. Okay, most famous person that you ever slept with? Most famous person I've ever slept with. Damn. Not, I, I really don't, no, 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 I'm serious. I'm like, I really don't think anyone famous. Nope. Wait. You nope. think you're so <laughs> No, I don't. I'm trying to think of like a famous person I've gone on a date with. I, I, a football player, uh, I, I like hooked up with this guy that played for the Bears, Kyle Long, a couple Ooh. times. Actually, Kristen introduced us. Wait, but. He's like a Kristen? refrigerator. Kristen. He's so large. Who, who's Kristen? <laughs> Didn't match up really. Kristen introduced Kristen introduced us. He played for the who's Bears Chris, at one point. Kristen. Kristen. Cavalry. She introduced Oh, yeah, sorry. Like, her husband played for the Bears. I three friends named Kristen. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I think that's the only one. Yeah, I really haven't gone down the um, celebrity rabbit hole. I should, I'll, if you're interested. Hey, I'm open to the opportunity. We're going to circle back in six months and see. Uh, how soon is too soon to meet the parents? I'm weird about it. I wouldn't introduce someone to my parents unless I really, really? liked them. Yeah, I like my parents are like my fucking homies. So like I, I would FaceTime like I would FaceTime with my parents, yeah. but like bringing them home, if I could like alter the question, how soon is too soon to bring them home? Like I want us to be boyfriend girlfriend. Well, you also have to travel to go. Totally, home. that's totally, a little different. Totally. Like my parents live twenty minutes away from me. Oh, so you're like this is just fun. So you're like I'm testing. You. They literally met within three weeks. Yeah, I would be like this is a test. I live so yeah. close to them. Yeah, yeah, I, would, I get yeah, that. Yeah. So close. It's not a yeah. Flight. Mine's like seven hours away. Lights on or lights off when you hook up with someone? I'd love a middle ground. I, I know I'll never be hot, hotter than I am right now. This is like my fucking peak. I'm almost, I'm, I'm, the time is dwindling. But I still don't really, I don't really want all the lights on. I just, yeah. and I feel really so, confident in myself. But I'm just like, if we could just throw a blanket over yeah, the lamp. Yeah, like yeah, I would yeah, just, yeah. I just feel like it's more moodier. It's like restaurant lighting. You're not trying to eat steak dinner in fluorescent lighting. I ain't trying to fuck in fluorescent lighting. I'm just <laughs> you not. Guys, She's hilarious. Like, I'm literally, I, my, my cheeks hurt. My cheeks fucking hurt. Um, take back a cheater. Take, no. D they just don't fucking change. Do you believe in taking a break in a relationship? No. 
I think it's, I, I, I think really it doesn't make sense. Like my ex and I talked about it. Like, should we take a break? And I was like, for fucking what? Like, yeah. like break maybe if there's some, um, if it's long distance or if you, I don't know, there could be different circumstances. I right. feel like I've heard a time where someone took a break and I'm like, I guess that makes sense. But if you live in the same city and you take, no, yeah. I just don't get it. Sometimes when you just break up and you, you forget about the chance to get back with someone, it actually helps because if you take a break, you're just in your mind, you're not going to ever get over it. Oh my God, it. yeah. Adults, I don't think you can't break up with someone and end up with them. I just don't understand the weird limbo of the break. It's, it's like, like, are the they Rach- allowed to hook up with someone? Yeah, it's mean? like the Rachel and Ross thing. It's like, we want a break. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is a break? Yeah. yeah. It's confusing. Even if you if have someone, to give rules to if something, I, I'm like, what no, is this? If you, if you took a break, if I took a break with my boyfriend and he hooked up with someone, I'd be like, that's no, cheating. No, yeah, it's cheating. Yeah. But if I did it, I'd be like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, do you text him sorry the next morning after you blacked out? I've never blacked out. Can you believe that? I'm sorry, what? Never. I know, it's absolutely shocking. That is never. a unicorn. It's sometimes unfortunate because I remember everything. Wow. But um, I, so I can't relate, but I would, if I did something stupid, I think if it was really dumb enough, I'd be like, LOL. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, you have the best Instagram captions in the entire world. Thank you. Do you like literally think of your Instagram captions yourself? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I thought you meant like beforehand. I'm like, sometimes if I think of something really funny, I'll be like, I'm putting that in my notes. So that's going to be a caption later. But no, I, yeah, I definitely think of it myself. You are so funny on Instagram. Okay. Um, last question. These are great questions. Any so reality store that, store, any reality star that you would hook up with? Uh, Harry Jowsey. Really? That's interesting. Oh no. <laughs> He was on the show. I, I, I interviewed him. I interviewed him. He honestly. Okay. So the, she said, wow. Uh, one last segment before we go here. We have a segment called Mood Boosting Mantra. And basically where it's a motto, a quote that you live by, something that like okay. motivates you. It could be anything or just like okay. instilling confidence. I like to live by when people are like, what do you live by? I truly believe do no harm, but take no shit. Like, don't hurt other people in the process, but don't take any fucking shit from anyone. And that's, like, a good way to live, especially in this day and age, especially being a woman in this day and age. Do no harm. You don't have to be a fucking Karen, but take no fucking shit. I really, really, really like that. Mic drop. Let's end on that right there. Shannon Ford, everybody. Where can they find you? Probably Probably Shannon Ford on Instagram and TikTok, whatever. Too old for that shit, but I still try. <laughs> um, and probably a podcast, of course. Amazing. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Everybody. And um, make sure to follow her. Make sure to go check out her podcast too. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.